0: Just what will Le'Veon Bell do now after watching the Steelers' James Conner run wild against the Cleveland Browns? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Well, we know Steelers holdout running back Le'Veon Bell was watching on Sunday because he tweeted out a curious emoji of a guy wearing a monocle. Some thought the running back was trolling the Steelers after they battled to a sloppy, turnover-filled 21-21 tie against the lowly Cleveland Browns, who actually have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. But when Bell was called out about the emoji tweet, he clarified that he had just never witnessed a tie before in the NFL. But observers believe what Bell really was watching was the performance by second-year Steelers running back James Conner who had the pro debut of his life against the Browns in rain-soaked Cleveland. Indeed, none other than Sports Illustrated called Connor's prolific day on the ground and in the air a Le'Veon Bell-like performance. For the record, Connor, who's making about $30,000 per game compared to the $855,000 that Bell would make each game if he ever signed a franchise tag with the Steelers, carried the ball 31 times for 135 yards and two scores. Connor also hauled in five passes for 57 yards. In short, Connor was every bit the dual threat that Bell has been for the past five years in Pittsburgh. But Connor did fumble once, and it was one of the many costly turnovers that allowed the Browns to claw back into the game, erasing a 14-point Steelers lead in the fourth quarter to take the contest into overtime. Alas, the Steelers were in position to win the game in overtime, but a Boswell field goal uncharacteristically sailed wide left. Not to be outdone, the Browns, set up by a Roethlisberger fumble late in the overtime period, could have won the game with their own field goal. But Steelers linebacker T.J. Watt, who had another stellar game in a very sound overall Steelers defense, rose up and blocked the kick, preserving the tie. In Pittsburgh, that tie felt like a loss, for sure. But in Cleveland, they were celebrating long into the night because the Browns had finally broken a nearly two-year-long losing streak and a 13-year losing streak in season openers. Yet in Cleveland style, the Browns managed to do this by not winning either. Oh well, I guess a lot of people in Cleveland had hangovers today anyway. Well, there will be plenty of fallout from the game that slipped away from the Steelers, but the most curious could be on how Bell chooses to react to what Connor did on the field. Bell's agent famously said last week that one of the reasons Bell is holding off from signing the $14.5 million franchise tag is that it provides no security for 2019 and beyond. That's when Bell would be a free agent and could sign a big money contract with as much as $35 to $40 million guaranteed. One of Bell's agents' biggest issues is how the Steelers will use Bell going forward or in the agent's mind, overuse him. After all, Bell had some 400 touches last season, and coach Mike Tomlin once said he he would run his running backs until the wheels fell off. Clearly, Bell's camp is out to pare back that usage this season in order to preserve Bell's body and thus his earning power in free agency. One way Bell has set about doing this is to hold out for as many games as possible in 2018. He needs only to play in six games this season to preserve his free agency status for next season. But now there's speculation in NFL media circles that Bell could be back before the end of the month. So did watching Connor perform so well in Cleveland change Bell's calculus? Sports Illustrated is among the national NFL media obsessed by the story. They speculate that Bell could view Connor's performance as a green light to report and then to be used in tandem with Connor by the Steelers in order to pare back the number of touches Bell gets in each game. There's also the school of thought echoed by Sports Illustrated that Bell does not want to be shown up by Connor. If Connor keeps on excelling in Bell-like fashion, then all of the past production by Bell could be credited to the Steelers' stellar offensive line and not to the soon-to-be 27-year-old running back looking to break the bank in free agency. So what will Bell do? The Steelers are leaving that up to him. According to various NFL insiders, the team has no plans to trade Bell or to retract the $14.5 million franchise tag. But many Steelers players, especially the offensive line that blocks for Bell, had some very harsh criticism for their holdout running back and his ploy to preserve his own value at the expense of the Steelers overall and their bid for a Super Bowl in 2018. Can Bell really show up and get back to the business of football in Pittsburgh like nothing has happened? And how committed will Bell be to the Steelers' stated goal of going all out to win a Super Bowl this season as Ben Roethlisberger's championship window slowly closes? Some are even saying that the Steelers' chemistry would be far better should Bell keep staying away and the Steelers keep giving the ball to the cancer-beating Connor who was beloved in Pittsburgh from his four years at Pitt. It sounds like a conundrum all around, but the next move will be made by Le'Veon Bell, who right now is watching the Steelers' situation from afar. When Bell finally does report, the Steelers will then have to decide how to use him going forward and the team will first need to determine whether Bell will bring a true commitment to the Steelers and the crucial 2018 Super Bowl bid, or whether the running back's return is simply inviting more controversy. This situation is far from over and we'll be watching it unfold all season long. Now for a note about something bigger than football. It's September 11th, folks, and we pause to remember the terrorist strikes of that day, now some 17 years ago. One of those strikes struck at the heart of Steelers country. A plane was brought down by the hero passengers in a field in Somerset County, Pennsylvania. Those heroes brought the plane down and prevented terrorists from crashing it into the White House or the Capitol. Seventeen years ago, I was a younger reporter, and I was assigned to cover that. I drove from Harrisburg, uh, arriving there in Somerset mere hours after the incident, and there was just a raw, gaping, smoking hole in the ground in that Somerset County field. It was a symbol for the raw way we were all feeling about what had happened. But I'll never forget it, and certainly the Steelers paid their respects, busing the entire team to Somerset later that week to hold a solemn memorial for the victims. We remembered then, we remember now, we will remember always. That's the Steelers update for now. Come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the podcast on Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real time Steelers news.